Thank you, everybody, again for tuning in to the Chicken and Kool-Aid podcast. Again, my name is Jerome, representing Strop City by way of Rocktown, Rockford, Illinois, baby. Man, I'd like to thank everybody for again for tuning in to the Chicken and Kool-Aid podcast, the Quarantine Lean, volume number 16. And today we're going to be talking about a variety of topics. Ooh, I can't wait. But the title of this is, Did We Miss It? This is a Did We Miss It edition. So let's go ahead and get right into it. Um, over the weekend, it was discovered that Kim Kardashian is taking on an actual mission to free C. Murder. If anybody doesn't know who C. Murder is, he is the actual No Limit artist um, that was up under the No Limit record label with Master P. Um, the was an actual rap superstar that was allegedly accused and charged with murder and he has been behind bars for the last 20 years they gave him a life sentence and at this point in time Kim Kardashian is trying to get C murder freed I don't know if it's going to be on appeal or whatever but her and I heard it was Monica um, that was also involved and they're taking upon this project and Kim Kardashian has been getting um backlash because of that and me myself personally um let me just let me just say this and go on the record i could say good and bad things about the kardashian family right but um when it comes down to kim i don't think that she's a bad person i don't think any of these women are bad people um i think that they have a certain lifestyle and uh that they've been this is not something that they have um i i think i guess that it was something they were just born into they 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 came from money uh they've been in hollywood and they just made their that they lived out their lives on television and to me that's a very very brave thing to do um but we had other people that were lashing out against kim um of course as, as usual, Kim is a, uh, is, is a very, very easy target. But I'm going to go on record and say, you know what, Miss Kardashian, I appreciate and commend you for help freeing um, people who were in compromising situations. Um, and, and, and I send my highest forms of compliment toward you and your team or whoever that you're working with. Um, because it was when it first came out, a lot of people were saying when uh, you know, when it was a a blogger or a post or something that says Kim Kardashian frees is, is, is freeing black men, people took that and run with it. And, and she received some really, really harsh backlash because of that. She didn't deserve that. Right. Um, and, you know, as a result, they posted for other black people um, that was also working with uh, or all of these people just seem to be working together. But still and truly, um, I didn't feel as though that she deserved that. Um, right is right wrong is wrong and a broke clock is wrong two times a day but this is something that um miss kardashian or miss west has been um and i will say miss west because she is married um that she's been passionate about and she actually did what a lot of people don't do which is put action behind their words so um i salute kim um and 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 the work that she's doing and the people that she's working with. I don't want to make it seem like this is something that's, you know, all done by her. 
but I salute her for bringing notoriety with her celebrity, right, to the unfair practices of the economic prison system, right? So let's give uh, Miss Kardashian a round of applause. Um, now, the second thing is, I guess I could be a, a very, very sensitive person at times. Um, and especially when it comes down to how I'm being treated. My mom taught me a long time ago uh, as, a, as a young boy. You know what, Jerome? Don't let nobody disrespect you. Right? Um, and and I actually, at one point in time, I was actually going through a breakup. And it was bad. Um, it was bad on both sides, really. Because both of us, uh, we were emotionally invested, but the love was gone. We had made some mistakes, but we were too tied emotionally. And really and truly, it was just raw and it was overwhelming. And I let this person really, really disrespect me. Um, and I didn't, I didn't, I didn't do what I needed to do to stand up for myself. Right. And mentally, that's, that's, that's really, really tough. Until one day I was like, you know what, Jerome, you're better than this. You know what, you can't let nobody, regardless of who they is and how much raw emotion and love is involved. Uh-uh. Don't you let nobody walk on you or, you know, talk down to you constantly. That that has a negative effect on your um, on your psyche. And it got me to thinking when I was watching some different um, news outlets and, you know, just different other podcasts. And I'm and I'm really watching the. The behaviors of men, specifically African-American men. And it got me to the point to where I asked myself, do are black men respected? Are we respected to the point to where are we respected at home? Are we respected by our peers? Are we respected in the place in our place of work? Are we, are we respected by the world? And really and truly, the answer that I got was. No. No, we're not. And then I started to look at this just from a, a regular scenario, meaning do we get the proper respect from African-American women? And then I started to think about it and the answer was no. So then I decided to go ahead and break this down and say, okay, well, how are we not being respected? I never hear in more scenarios than a man constantly being reminded that he is not intelligent, that he can't articulate his feelings. That somehow he doesn't know how to love. As though it's almost as though he's broken. These are the sentiments that I hear coming from African-American women 
Some, not all. But there is a, a, a whole majority of people that's saying that. And I'm asking, why don't we ever stand up for ourselves? Why don't we ever get to the point and was like, you know what, hey, look, I dare you to question my intelligence. I dare you to, to somehow know what my heart is and question the way or think the way that I'm supposed to love. Questioning my leadership. Questioning when should I even eat in my own home. I mean, there was one very, very wide discussion about when should a black man eat in his own home? For the children and women that he actually provides for. That's a really, really deep and degrading conversation. It comes from a very poor starvation mindset. As if there's not enough food to go around. And as a result, if the children doesn't eat, or if the or if the man doesn't eat, the children doesn't eat. No. We're way past that. And I'm asking men, especially African American men, because trust and believe, white white men are dealing with this. Maybe not Latino men, but white men are dealing with this the, the, the same issue. And and I feel as though that we need to start just stepping up and was like, hey, look, you know, you even have women that will easily say, oh, did I bruise your ego? You need to, you need to, you need to put, you need to, you need to stop being a boy and be a man. Mind you, you're talking to a grown man. You acting like a little kid. What? It's women that's out here that's, that will actually say this and be like, aha, now what? Hold on, what? You know, how about you shut the fuck up? And go talk to go talk to a kid and get out of my face with that. That's disrespectful. Now, in my opinion, if a man responds to a woman in that tone, he's going to be ridiculed. He's going to say, you know what? He doesn't have any respect for women. This and this and them. He should know how to communicate himself better. All of these different mental exercises that he has to mental landmines that he has to navigate and ain't nobody really even accepting the point that this woman just called this man a little boy and said that she intentionally tried to hurt his feelings or bruise his ego that's not okay you know what a man's ego is just like a woman's ego everybody has one if it's not okay for me to bruise yours, then that means that you don't need to bruise mine. It's so many, it's so many men that's around here that's being verbally abused so much to the point to where I feel as though that they're afraid to even take up for themselves. That need that rhetoric needs to change. Is it's men around here that's being fed. A 
vision or a message of what a man's supposed to be. And actually, that's coming from a woman. That message needs to change. Now, I don't have no opinion, but I don't have no gripe against the LGBTQ community. But it's some women that's around here that's pushing this rhetoric. I'm being honest. And like, hey, like I always say, if you don't like me, check me. I don't care. It's about time that us as African-American men control our own narrative. And the women need to do and stay in their lane. Because right now you you're not in your lane. You in our lane. You, get, you need to get back in your lane. I had stated this a while ago. You know what? Hey, look here, man. If you in a scenario to where that you're a woman or significant other comes home and tries to chastise you or chastise you because you're not making enough money, you know what? That's disrespectful. And you should be able to put her at her place and say, don't you ever come in our house and talk to me like that in front of me and my kids or our kids. Don't you ever do no shit like that. Just because you know what you have a degree and this is why I, I, I constantly tell fellas, hey, you know what, you better, you better be careful. You know what, you're going to have to step up. We're going to have to step up. We're going to have to start becoming more, more educated. Because at this point in time, women are starting to use this as a weapon. Right? Because what they have done is they have actually tried to flip the script to the point to where when they were, they were looking at their grandmothers or in some situation their mothers as, as housewives. Right? And when they dad came home and he probably was out cheating he probably said some dumb shit like that hey look hey look hey look i pay the bills around here you know just that and the third which was unfair which was unfair right we and and, and i'm gonna and i'm gonna keep it all the way i'm gonna keep it all the way a thousand i'm gonna keep it all the way a thousand you know what? We have to st if we if if I'm if I'm asking for women to step it up with us, hey look here, man. If you if you if you in your 40s, bro, and you still cheating on your wife, come on my guy. Like you really do need to step it up. Even if you're in your 30s and you out here cheating. Cheating is not cool at all. I can understand. You know what? Hey, look, it's a player's way, it's a player's game. But once you get married, bro, and you got kids, if we're asking to be respected by our women. Then we got to step it up. We got to give them something to respect too now. It can't be just a one-way street. No, 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 no. We have to be men. Right? Now, say, for instance, this. I don't mean a name chop. I'm not no chatty patty, but this is what came out. Right? Latoya Luckett. Beautiful woman. Successful woman. Very well-off woman. She has money. She married 
upset before you know it. It has a marital problem. I watched, um, what is it? T.I. and Tiny Family Hudson. Right? They put everything on Front Street, bro. They was actually going to a marriage counselor. Was it over the weekend or maybe the weekend prior to this? They was having a virtual baby shower. Next thing you know, his side piece on Twitter, or allegedly his side piece on Twitter, uploads a video of them actually in the action of having sex, bro. Not only did she do that, she also she also took pictures of them two. Well, him sleep allegedly. Oh, my God. 
I would even leave. I would double Trump. I would make them my PR team because they were very, very effective. But anyway, um, as you may very well know, anyone that's a Trump uh, supporter, and I'm just going to say, quote, unquote, any African-American community, especially if you're African-American, is no friend to us. So these people started to So that's just a little uh, 
and the influence, right, is so humongous. We have the world's attention now. You know, these people showed up in an actual neighborhood, demanding that white people get out of their homes. i 
tired of these people that are out here strategizing, that are putting people in harm's way. And what's the fucking end game? These people are not going to get out of their houses. Hey, look, if something unfair happens with us, with the police, 
Guess what? We march and we loot. No justice, no peace. That's what's being pumped into them. This is the idea that's being told to them. No justice, no peace. There was a there was a young boy in Chicago that was killed. The Chicago Police Department is withholding evidence. And they wondered why the looting started. Instead of them being transparent. Now, I usually don't question uh, Mayor Lightfoot. But I would I would love to see her step in and be like, hey, look. You guys need to release that video. And now it's to the point to where we have an alderman that's questioning Kim Fox, who is the district attorney of Cook County out there in Chicago. And please believe, I mean, she dropped the ball on the uh, Cynthia Clemens scenario. No doubt about it. But oh no. Once they got on her with that Jesse Smollett, she said, hey, look, I'm taking the gloves off. I'm taking the paws off. She said, hey, too little, too late. If y'all want to play with me, I'm the district attorney. Kim Fox said that. So right now, we're even in a situation. And mind you, to be the district attorney, in Chicago, that's one of the most prestige positions that you can have in the United States. And there are too many more jobs that is more prestige than that. And now Lisa Lightfoot, or Mayor Lightfoot, is the actual mayor of Chicago. And I think the chief of police right now, or was, the top cop, was African American. So right now, the whole entire leadership in Chicago that's really running shit. A third of that is black. And not to mention Miss Perlwinkle. So, hey, I'm saying to them, y'all need to get y'all shit together and get y'all egos and put y'all egos to the side and get the city back up under control, man. You know? Um, last but not least, though, before I, before I turn things over, Man, I'd like to thank y'all again for, for tuning in to the Chicken Kool-Aid Podcast. My name is Jerome, representing Bastrop, Louisiana, Lightwood, Louisiana, Elgin, Illinois, Rockville, Illinois. Y'all can follow me on Facebook at Jerome Gordon, also at Thorne Media. I'm on Facebook, Instagram at Virtual Muscle 77, and on um, Twitter at RomeEmpire.com. Well, not not.com, RomeEmpire77. Um... something that 